Welcome, welcome! Yes, another... We're gonna try and do episodes a bit more frequently. Um, so this week, um, a few few th updates on news and info. Um, so one, uh, in my Google, Google search of the Starbies, um, there is, or there was, uh, published for the first time, Starbucks put out uh, the NFTs, or the non-fungible tokens that you could buy um, interesting, just something different. You could basically, you know, buy like something that's similar to crypto uh, for Starbucks. They put those out. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, new quarters coming in for Starbucks. They have a new macadamia syrup. Pretty good to BH. So I will be recommending that. I would say it's a cold brew, so definitely be on the lookout. There will be a mint white chocolate frap. There's new toppings, there's the Odyssey blend, the Greener Apron blend. Um, Odyssey is sort of a lighter roast blend, pretty like fruity, citrusy kind of drink. And then the Green Apron blend, kind of weird. It's a very not Starbucky coffee. And like the, the selling point is it's made by partners for partners. Like here is like my issue with that. Um, it's like so vague that statement. Um, cause like I went to the, like I saw how they make all the stuff and like, like, I guess they must've had some input from partners like for the taste, but like the people who actually do the like designing of the coffee were like the farm professionals, right? Cause they know what to do. So I, I feel it's kind of like not exactly true if that is like you know, how we're going to sell it. Like, I don't know. Starbucks says, you know, says a lot of things, does a lot of things. I don't really care. You know, just kind of is what it is. Um, but be on the lookout for that. It's a new blend. It doesn't really taste like Starbucks coffee. It's more very blonde roast, like notes of graham cracker, whatever that means, and some other stuff. Um, so we did... We sampled it actually a good amount, and I know I'm making a little iced um, cold brew now uh, to go with this discussion. And so we sampled it a lot. Uh, a lot of other friends at work are following my example and wanting to learn how to do coffee tastings, because that's part of the, being a trainer and all that. So that's fun. We did get to try it. But the consensus, and you know, we're talking amongst you know 15-ish people, uh, didn't really like it. And these are people that I've, you know, I serve coffee every day, a sample. I've given them all kinds of coffees. So I don't know if it's like, what's going on? But um, I think because it's just so different. Um, Starbucks um, is like real known, well known for its pike. And then we actually like looked into the pikes uh, roast. And I can give you a little background on that as well. So... For those who don't know, Pikes is named after the Pikes Market, where Starbucks was first formed, and well, not formed but sold as the beans. So that's where the name come from, and it was designed to be a coffee that you could, you know, just be a basic coffee of every day with milk and sugar. Um, I would say it's a very typical, not typical, but very Latin American coffee because as was brought to my attention by uh, my Costa Rica trip, 
Starbucks is in the Western Hemisphere. So in terms of just shipping and logistics, like easily and, you know, in a timely fashion getting coffee consistently, the coffee Starbucks would design, would by that be, that nature or that fact be more like geared towards the, those kind of beans and, you know, giving that kind of flavor profile. So Pikes is, you know, honestly, the Pikes Maiden store, nothing special. It's kind of crap. Um, I mean, I'm talking as like sort of, you know, different, different perspective. You give me some Pikes, I, I'll tell you it's Pikes right away. I, it's a very distinct taste. Um, black, it doesn't really taste as good. It's made to be drunk with milk and sugar. As I've come to notice there are some coffees that are actually like that. Or the Latin American ones. So, not for me. But, you know, if you do a little pour over, do it at home or some other way, I would recommend that. And what I'm having today, I'm having the whiskey barrel-aged cold brew. Um, if a coffee is using whiskey or something like that, don't make it hot. It's got a weird whiskey kind of taste. It lends itself much better to iced drinks. And if you're into, like, whiskey or whatever, right, and by whatever, I mean, like, whiskey, scotch, anything like that, or bourbon, that would definitely mix well with this for, like, a coffee, a little bit of a kick to it, um, and I got these beans from the Reserve Roastery, uh, which I, again, had visited more recently last week, I didn't buy beans, um, they had the new, well, not new, but this round, um, the Gravitas blend, which is pretty good, so I would recommend that. Uh, I will do more tasting on that next time I go in the city for a little adventure or whatever. And um, that's kind of the news I have for you there. Uh, there's going to be a Bumblebee cake pop coming at Starbucks. No new foods. Um, we'll see what happens at Aliado. If it keeps going, if they edit to more stores. Other news is they're going to have the new Clover Brewer, which is fresh coffee all day with the machine. Uh, whenever that gets laid out, probably June, July. They're going to have cold foam things, which I add to the station, so you get the foam for all the drinks. Um, sometimes I do, like, Reddit searches for Starbucks on the Reddit and just see what, like, people are posting from Starbucks who work there. And so, right, I have to kind of take with a grain of salt because it is the internet. We you know, can't trust everything you read because apparently even Fox News can be wrong if you're following the news. And, and you know, that was kind of interesting. Um, I guess quick also aside, just like, let's look at what, what's going on in the world. Like, Trump can basically lie and like say whatever or like incite rebellion and it's fine. Or like now he's being on trial after he's president. And just interesting how the like news and like talking about stuff works um, in relation to what I'm saying now that, right, I'm, I don't want to trust exactly what people are saying about their experience at Starbucks. Not, not that they would lie. Um, just right what's the what's like really going on because there's like you know they say there's two sides to every story realistically there's probably like 10 and then there's like sort of what happened and the story everyone took um, so i don't want to judge starbucks too i'm not really judge but i want to you know, present the info that i'm seeing um, with that and lo and behold like there has been com complaint <laughs> i'm gonna say complaining uh, complaining about uh, labor. Um, and from the Post, right, because I, I honestly don't know how this works. I've worked at Starbucks three years, and 
like I've been told many times, like blah, blah, labor, this counts for labor. How you ring in the drinks counts for labor until I see the effing equation. I don't know what to believe because I'm trained as a math magician. Like you could tell me all day. Oh, like, you know, this is how labor, like I want to know the effing equation. If you ain't be telling me no equation, then I don't care. Cause like, right. If, if Starbucks wants to keep the labor secret or not really known uh, a lot, um, right? If we knew what actually can increase labor, then like that, that gives stores the opportunity to be like, okay, like let's not like completely skew how we're getting labor, but you know, how can we make sure that we're getting the appropriate amount of labor for what we're you know, ordering? The example they gave in the Reddit post was something like, if you ring up something, like say like four orders of 25 or like 25 orders of four, Right, so it's like four $25 orders or $25 orders, which one has more labor? I think the one that has the more actual uh, number of transactions. So, right, for example, ringing things up separately would theoretically by this increase the labor you get. Very interesting point. Uh, and then there was also on the thread saying like how certain modifications may or may not add labor um, for the most part, it seemed like from what the per poster was saying, and I guess my impression too is like it all counts as one because like someone can basically ask for like infinite modifications and it's like, I just don't get it. I, re I really don't get like why Starbucks is like kind of ignoring this shift in demographic of the customers or maybe not shift in demographic, but shift in like the type of order, right? If you go back 10 years, I would postulate, you know, great, great use of the word postulate that orders were probably averaging like five to $10 per ticket. And they were just like menu items and by menu item, right? Like as written, like caramel macchiato and right. I guess for simplicity's sake, we would say something like, like a milk modification, like probably don't count that because that's right. It's not changing. Like you're not really having to add or like change the work made to make the drink. Cause like, right. Let's look at this, like a math equation and you know, we're getting to a little math now. So today's episode is kind of like recent thoughts and math of like making coffee. Uh, so like right macchiato, like you've seen them make it. It's the milk, it's the espresso, it's the, the syrup, it's the caramel drizzle. So like, if you want to change the milk, it's kind of like, it's a modification, but I don't think it would be a modification that requires more work. Now, 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 one that would be adding there is let's say you want to add sweet cream foam. Now, I'm going to tell you effing right now, the sweet cream foam, the effing, it's the biggest, like, just problem maker in Starbucks right now from a barista's point of view. Right, people can just add this to any drink, iced or hot. It's designed for ice, but people get it on hot. That pisses me off. Why? You're like, Claude, what, like, what's with this foam? And you can probably see this at other cafes too. They're implementing foam as well. Uh, Coffee Fest, you know, kind of alluded to this that it's, you know, right. They're copying Starbucks. Makes sense. The problem is, right, the foam is like cream, and then you make it, and then you just be like, cool, like, you know add on top of drink, but that foam thing is at the cold station. They're adding a new thing to solve that problem. But 
right, people will ask this for hot drinks as well. So, like, it's a quality thing for the hot because, like, you have a hot drink and you're putting on, like, this cold foam. It's going to dissipate. Same reason why, like, I don't get upset, but, like, I'm just like, I don't even know what's going on. People are like, I want, I want me one of them caramel. I want me not, no, I'm sorry, not, not macchiato. I want me one of them uh, cappuccinis. I want whipped cream on top. Like, bro, do, like, it doesn't work. That doesn't work. Like, at Clove's Cafe, you can get your whipped cream with your cappuccini, but it's coming on the side. Why is that? Because Chef Clove is going to tell you how it is. Chef Clove is going to tell you, a cappuccino has the foam uh, on top because you foam the milk more to get more foam, and that makes it a cappuccino. Whipped cream is just going to crush that foam because you're going to put the whipped cream on top of a drink, and it's going to go and crush it. So I usually take that chance when people order that uh, to explain that usually, but sometimes not because it's just, you know, there's just a lot of things going on. And it's a, like a 30 second explanation. Oh, I just want the drink because I want the drink. And it's like, you know what? Stupid is, you, you can't beat, you can't, <laughs> you can't beat stupid. You, you really can't. It's, um, you know, it's a classic, you know, barbarian's riddle. Maybe you've, maybe you've heard of this. Maybe you've not. Um, what is the answer to the barbarian's riddle? It's choke on your cleverness and die. Uh, this is this is a Magic the Gathering quote, um, but one that's I just still remember because um, sometimes you can try and be so smart, so clever, so ingenious, and you know you're just sort of dancing around, being all wizardy and doing stuff, and then it's like actually, like people are stupid, and you know, that's okay. Like that, like. That is, like, the fact at the end of the day. People just don't get shit, or they choose not to, or they just don't. And, like, you know, maybe they just don't have the brain power, or just, you know, just don't get it. That's fine. We'll just, you know, be like, okay, cool, next, thanks, 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 thanks. Uh, so that'll be a new quarter coming in. The other, so the Green Apron blend, ugh, Greener Apron blend, maybe you'll try it. Maybe ask for a sample at your new store. They'll probably have it on the new machine. Uh, but that labor thing is the equation of like how they calculate it. And that's kind of the issue too, because like, right, Starbucks basically dictates like the labor ahead of time with their algorithm. And then the other thing is there's no resilience built into the schedule, right? Like they calculate it, it is scheduled. Oh, but then there's like three call outs. Well, surprise, then your, your whole system's screwed because Right, you have these inputs of like having six people, now you're on four. Well, four people can't do the job of, right, the people that show up can't do the job of all the, you know, people that were supposed to show up, and that's okay, you know, people are gonna call out, people are gonna be sick. Um, one thing I've noticed is that people get very stressed in this situation. And for me, ultimately, it's like, look, no matter what we do, we're gonna show up to work. And, you know, we show up, you know, that's, you know, cool. And we'll just do the best that we can with what we're given. If there are people, customers gonna have to wait ten minutes. They're not gonna be happy. Okay, I'm I'm not happy either. I want to I want to get you in and out quick as uh, quick as lickety splickety. Um, so it's kind of you know definitely with the summer coming along, I can see that being a a trend for Starbies. So that probably will lead to more union stuff for those also paying attention. Um, there's no real news yet with the union. I assume more stuff will come out, right? Because we're in almost May. So real hot weather is going to be June, July, August. 
people really want those frappuccinos um, where you're going to have like your mom with like 20 kids or like five kids getting like six different fraps, which like is fine. The fraps are fine, but to be able to make those fraps in like a way that works, um, you need like literally a person just making fraps. So curiously, like how Starbucks uh, Laxman is the is the new uh, Uncle Howie. So we'll see what he has to say. We have a meeting coming up. It's like a company kind of you know propaganda basically. Um, and I'm calling it propaganda because like basically last year the one was all about like the benefits of the company, which we already knew, and like sort of promised benefits. We haven't really seen much yet. I mean, I did get to go to Costa Rica, so like. They weren't, it wasn't like not things. It definitely did give us um, right, 800 partners. Now, now, like to pull back the curtain, it wasn't all partners in store. It was a lot of like, I feel there was a lot of district managers and like positions from corporate, which felt like the vibe of like this trip as a whole. Um, There's just like a lot of people like not in store and. I feel like my impression is like, right, if you were able to tell people like, hey, this is like my day to day, like I see this, 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 and this, and they almost, they'd be like, oh, wow, like what is our company doing? You know, neither here nor there. Um, but just sort of interesting, that was my vibe from the, the trip it was just a different, it felt very different from the usual Starbucks. I mean, it's kind of, I get this vibe when I talk to like the district manager and like the regional manager, it's like, just feels like we're reading two different books about the same thing. Like one is like the kids version, one's the adult version. And there's like just a few like things missing. I don't know. I just work here. I get your coffee. Like if you want to make sure I'm good, like cool. But like, you know, all I can do is X, Y, and Z when I show up. Will I stay extra? Ah, here, here's one thing. I'm not really a proponent of staying extra. Like, Claude, but aren't you like a good worker? Don't you like doing things? I do enjoy doing good work and you and I do enjoy helping out. However, um, this is like my personal relationship with work, and I think it's a good one. Um, is that right? If you are always offering extra and doing more, then that's going to become sort of the standard and then the expectation that is expected of you because, like, oh, like Claude always stays extra, Claude always comes in early, Claude always does this, and it's like. Yes, and I can help five minutes here. Uh, but as I've said before, the whole five minutes every day over the year, this isn't no time. Um, so I think being respectful of time is like super important um, because we only get 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it's easy to fill your time, but it's easy like for work to just be like, no, you got to come in like, hey, like I was scheduled. I'm going to be coming in. We're going to be doing great. I'll show up. It's going to be great. Um, so that's sort of like, you know, current like Starbucks work situation with a little bit of the, sp I guess like summer at this point, we're spring, summer launch. In terms of coffee, other ones I'm going to try for you guys soon. There is the, um, a few local shops I wanted to check out and see what they're about. There's one in Massapequa, one in Wontaw. Um, as well as like checking out some parks. Um, otherwise, yeah, Starbucks is the usual. Um, people loving coffee. 
coffee is good. It's the usual stuff. I did a tasting with my friend, my trainer, uh, who um, got some Kauai coffee, which was it's a very distinct taste because of the volcanic um, soil there that gives it different nutrients and such to affect the growth. Um, definitely more of a light roast kind of coffee. Uh, the one I we had was more chocolatey from Kauai or Kauai or the K-A-U-I, if I don't say the word. Um, and I've been listening to some Japanese podcasts on coffee. Um, same sort of stuff, just... Japanese you know, version, how they're uh, doing all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's um, it's kind of the news for this week. So be on the lookout for that. Your, your nearest Starbies. Be nice to your baristas. They're probably stressed and, you know, making like 20 drinks at once. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So back to, going back to that idea of like going above and beyond. Um, I'm very focus on the customer and like giving that best thing for their experience. So like basically, right. <laughs> there are times when I'm doing way more than I should be doing for the position that I'm in. Um, like I'm doubling up and then like also picking up the work of a third spot. So I'm like, probably honestly, like for the past like year, probably doing the work of like two ish people, like two positions, like actually, um, which is like interesting when you think of it where it's like, you have baristas who are doing work of like more than they should be doing, but it's like, how else am I supposed to like solve this problem? Um, that's been a thought in my mind this most recently where like, like I'm actively just trying to like do things better for the customer and like, I'm just doing more work than I should be doing. So yeah, like that was just another thought. Like I'm taking the order, ringing up the customer, helping with the cold bar drinks. And then like being appreciated and stuff is nice, but it's like, yeah, like, like the system doesn't work. Like with these four, three or four people, like this doesn't work unless like we're all doing more. Hmm, this is kind of weird. Like, hello? Like, even if you're short a person, it's like, yep, <laughs> this doesn't work. So I, I don't know. Like, you know, I definitely can see why Starbucks is probably going to like have to deal more with these unions. Because like what I'm experiencing is like one store out of like thousands and I'm one person. But, like, I'm a person who can, you know, I'm pretty good, like, accepting and just dealing and, like, going with it. But there's definitely people that are like, this isn't fair. This isn't good. Um, but at the same point, like, Starbucks will also be like, you know what? We're just going to keep churning employees because, like, that's the model of hiring. You know, people, you know, let's say, like, auction, they're going to stop hiring uh, teenagers. So it's only going to go up to 18 soon. Um, so, you know, you get someone for a couple of years. Go, Thank you, next. Because um, you could pretty much easily train anyone. Um but, like, quality control is definitely not, um, I don't know, because, like, you can pretty much hire anyone. So, like, finding people who are a good fit, that is a curious thing, too. So, those are my thoughts this week, and until next time. <laughs>